This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. USA, the greatest entertainers in America, as requested by you, the servicemen and women of the United States Armed Forces throughout the world. Command performance presented this week and every week till it's over, over there. Okay there, gang, this is Ken Carpenter standing on your front porch and throwing our hat through the door for the 125th time. And if you don't throw it out, we'll come in and answer a few of your letters to Command Performance, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. As we hook into the international beams to all APOs and FPOs tonight, your old clam bake appears to be not only sensational, but positively mediocre. And here's the man who told me to say that. Your master of ceremonies, that famous Hollywood star, that man among men, and that washout among women, Jack Benny. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, thank you. Hello again, gang. Uh, this is Jack Benny talking, and listen, Ken, what do you mean I'm a washout among women? Did you get a load of that girl I brought to the broadcast with me? <laughs> she certainly is a load. <laughs> well, you just don't know a good-looking girl when you see one. Oh, I was only kidding, Jack. She's really quite attractive. A uh, movie actress? Uh, no, Ken, she's a plumber. <laughs> I met her the other day when she came out to my house to fix a chain. I tell you, it was... Really, it was uh, love at first sight. I walked into the kitchen, and there she was under the sink. I tripped over her Stilson wrench and joined her. Well, I'll say that's one way of getting acquainted. I'm glad I met her, though. Isn't she cute, Ken? Well, to tell the truth, Jack, she, she has a pretty face, but I think her overalls are a little baggy. Well, they may be baggy, Ken, but underneath them beats a heart of gold. <laughs> and I'll tell you another thing. She's full of fun. She's got the darndest sense of humor. What do you mean? Well, for instance, she's always sneaking up behind me with a plunger and snatching my toupee. <laughs> And I'll tell you another thing. A girl plumber has to take good care of herself. You know, Ken, she doesn't smoke or drink. Oh, she never drinks, huh? Oh, once in a while, she has a Drano and soda. (laughs) With a twist of lemon peel, of course. But outside of that, nothing. Uh, Pardon me, men. This this is command performance, I presume. Well, Bing Crosby. A little nervous without hope? Oh, yes. Yeah, I see, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's nice, uh, nice seeing you, Bing. Nice to see you, Jackson. What's the big discussion, Ken? Oh, we were just talking about the girl that Jack brought to the broadcast. Oh, you mean Blowtorch Annie? <laughs> That's her professional name. <laughs> uh, so you met her, eh, Bing? Oh, indeed I did. As a matter of fact, I autographed her soldering iron on the way. <laughs> Oh, that was sweet. You know, she gave me one of her business cards, Jack, and it doesn't speak too well for you, really. What do you mean? Uh, what does her card say? Oh, well, here it is. Blowtorch Annie. I specialize in drips. <laughs> Stands right there. Can't understand it. That means drips from pipes. I'm no drip. Pardon me, Hope friend. Hope would have had a better answer there. Much you know, better. 
Rochester would give you a better straight line. I know it. <laughs> Pardon me for any aspersions I might have cast, Jack, or any I may cast in the near future. And talking of plumbing, I'd like to stretch my own rusty pipes and funnel a greeting to Bob. Meet me at the Shamrock. I'm thirsty tomorrow, 885. Redberry at 726. In regards to Olson, Salia, Lee and Fox at 729 from, uh... Frank? Rather hard name here. Oh, yeah. Frank Sinatra, the kids. Same. <laughs> Boy knocks a tune. Hello to the torpedo kids, including Jules, Nebraska, Sack Fullen, Black Dog Gallo, and Stinky Trailer. And for the Command Performance Club everywhere and Granddad Benny here, you must have been a beautiful baby. Well, thanks. <laughs> have been a beautiful baby You must have been a wonderful child When you were only starting to go to kindergarten I bet you drove the little boys wild And when it came to winning blue ribbons You must have showed the other kids how I can see the judges' eyes as they handed you the prize I bet you made the cutest bow Oh, you must have been a beautiful baby Cause, baby, look at you now And when it came to winning blue ribbons must have showed the other kids how I can see the judge's eyes as they handed you the prize. I'll bet you made the other kids bow. Oh, you must have been a beautiful baby, cause baby, oh baby, yes, you must have been a beautiful baby, Look at you now. Now, what I'd give to have my violin here. That <laughs> 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 was, you must have been a beautiful baby sung by Bing Command Performance Crosby. Gosh, Bing, I'll never forget the first night I heard you sing. It was at the Coconut Grove. You remember the... Grove days, huh? Gee, I had no idea you were that old. You didn't? No. I love this boy. <laughs> but, Bing, you must remember the night I walked into the Grove. Think. Oh, yes, I remember well. You came in with that big lunch basket. You spread your blanket on the dance floor. The waiters formed a flying wedge, and out you went. Well, it was my first visit to Los Angeles. And Waukegan, where I come from, a grove is a place to have a picnic. <laughs> But getting back to what's on my mind, Bing, uh, you know, um, I lost Dennis Day. Open manhole? <laughs> no, no, Navy. Well, Jack, your loss is the Navy's game. Dennis was a fine broth of a bar. <laughs> Did I give you my dialect? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> he was a good singer. And he was so, uh, Dennis was so un, unmercenary, you know? Worked pretty cheap, huh? <laughs> 
Well, I wouldn't say cheap, but on Saturday night, when I used to hand him his pay envelope, my hand very seldom trembled. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, Bing, um, Bing, there's a great opportunity on my program for the right young fellow. You mean? I mean, snap at it, kid. <laughs> Well, Jack, if I hear of anybody, I'm going to let you know. What's the matter with this guy? Does he have to have a ton of bricks fall on him or something? Thing, I wish you'd pay attention. I need a singer, and I'll take you just as you are. No audition or anything. I don't. <laughs> Very nice of you. Really sweet. You're sweet. I mean, just what I heard tonight was enough for me, you know? Of course, and you know, you won't have to do much, you see. I mean, you'll start at the bottom, but you'll work up fast. I mean, think of the chance this is. Five years ago, nobody knew Dennis Day. Today, he's scrubbing a deck. <laughs> That's not what I mean. I have a contract right here. Of course, there's just one thing. I want a character somewhat like Dennis. Can you act dumb? Not dumb enough to sign that contract. <laughs> Boy, it's tricky. <laughs> now, Bing, come to your senses. I'm going to ask you just once more to work for me, and I want an affirmative answer. You couldn't force a yes out of me with Annie's plunger. <laughs> Now, Bing, I wouldn't be too hasty if I were you. Think of your future, you know. There's, there's so little left of it, I'd rather not. <laughs> Don't be downhearted, son. Stick with Uncle Jack and everything will be all right. But Jack, I, I have my own radio show. It's a dozer, you but have? we have it. Yeah. You have your show? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were in the road business at Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hit on something there, Dad. Hope and I have made so many road pictures, really. Lamour is getting soft shoulders. Her curves are nicely banked, too. Did you notice? I, 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 but, Bing, I was wondering, just for curiosity's sake, if you didn't have your own show, how much would you charge me a week to sing on my program? Well, I, I don't like to make my business public, Jack. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'll whisper it to you. Use my left ear. That's the better one. Okay, how much would you charge me to sing one song a week? Holy smoke. I wouldn't pay that to Sinatra. <laughs> Just a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, heavens to Betsy. 35 bucks a week? That's not robbing you. You never said that. You said 45. <laughs> that left ear of mine never misses, brother. Uh, gentlemen, if you'll pardon me, this, after all, is command performance. It's about time for a little glamour. Glamour? What's wrong with us? That's what I say. Well, don't nobody answer that either. <laughs> well, it seems the gentlemen of the AEF have written bales of letters requesting Miss Georgia Gibbs, whom they seem to love, love, love. Georgia Gibbs? Is that her standing there? Mm-hmm. Say, she's cute. I'm going to see what she's doing later. Listen, you stick to your plumber. I came in here empty. Oh. <laughs> Brushing aside this romantic dialogue and clearing a couple of tired wolves away from the microphone, let me say it's all yours, Georgia Gibbs. Ken, Jack, Bing, and hi, fellas. Love to the Snaffy gang at 726. A.R. Sessions, Navy 230, that B-17 named Deanie. The 76 Ward at 952, Lieutenant Colonel Hearn at 709, and also at 709, Silent Bill, Zoot Nilsson, Hogjaw Myers, Stumblebum, and Fireball Lee. Also, the Broadway glom somewhere between New York and the English Channel. 
The glom, according to Sal Scamaccia, keeper of the glom, is a little turtle on the USS... Mustn't give the name. So, fellas, here's the song you've asked me to do on command performance. George, yeah, I sure enjoyed your singing. <laughs> I knew you'd love that one. Enjoyed your number, get it? Yeah, uh, and he wants me to go on his program, Mr. Gordon. Don't be so critical. I'd like to see you think of something witty that fast. Listen, when Georgia was singing, I was looking and listening. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> now, uh, wait a minute. You'll have to pardon me again, gentlemen. Carpenter's always butting in here. Very rude, boys. Well, it's an absolute necessity. Whenever things get dull around command performance, it's my duty to break in and introduce the next guest. Do you think we're dull, Bing? Well, maybe inside here, but in front of the drugstore, we've fractured. Oh. (laughs) Our next guest is a man who, uh, well, on the other hand, I don't like to exactly say that without 
qualifying my statement by saying he's also very well known in the field of, um, uh, uh, well, one thing I'm sure of, uh, here he is, that musical genius, that man of no words, Harpo Marx. Well, well, Harpo, how are you? Good to see you. What do you say, kid? Yeah, hello, Harp. What's cooking? <laughs> For a minute, I didn't think he was going to speak to us. <laughs> yeah, Harpo looks hungry, Jack. He does at that. Want something to eat, Harpo? What would you, what would you like? Get him a glass of milk. <laughs> and a piece of raspberry pie. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, I'm afraid to interrupt again, but things are getting a little dull a minute, Carpenter. Here. After all, we're handicapped. Yeah, how can we hold a conversation with a guy who won't talk? Here? <laughs> well, apparently, you aren't aware of the fact that Mr. Marks always travels with an interpreter. And of course, he's brought him along tonight. Gentlemen of the AEF, may I present Harpo's official interpreter and spokesman, Mr. Gary Cooper. Hey, Bing, he got more applause than we did. When we came. Get my things, I'm leaving. Well, Gary, this is really a surprise. Doggone, I didn't know that you were Harpo's spokesman. So you travel around, do all this talking for him. Is that right? Yep. <laughs> well, Gary... <laughs> I'm glad you're here because we, uh, we're beginning to have a little trouble with Harpo. Do you ever have any trouble with him? Nope. <laughs> well, I guess that's because you've known him so long. I mean, you're very close to him. You understand him? Yep. <laughs> and he won the Academy Award. Hey, Bing, uh, Bing, do you think you could get him to talk? No. Nope. <laughs> well, try. Try. Okay, say, Gary, we had a lot of fun when you were working at Paramount on For Whom the Bell Tolls, didn't we? Yep. <laughs> what do you do? Now, you, uh, you on a vacation? No. Nope. Well, then you're getting ready for another picture. Yep. Is there a part in the picture for me? Nope. Well, I'll try one more question. Is Harpo going to play his harp tonight? Yep. This guy's beginning to crack like silent Yoakum, isn't he? Gary, uh... Yoakum fans back there. Gary... What's Harpo going to play? The harp. <laughs> he said something! Hey, 
Not what selection? Uh, whoa. Well, I hate to hog the whole show by talking too much, but uh, Harpo's going to play Who Threw the Overalls in Mrs. Murphy's Chowder. <laughs> I want to warn you, it's going to sound more like stardust. Climb upon the harp, sonny boy, and play it like an angel. For heaven's sake, Gary, what's the matter with him? He's groaning. Naturally. Naturally? Well, he wants the groaner to sing with him. <laughs> okay, Harpo. Sit right over there and pluck me on, boy. Lots of requests uh, tonight for Blue Heaven. Hmm? When whippoorwills call And evening is nigh I hurry to my Blue Heaven I turn to the right and a little white light will lead you to my blue heaven. You'll see a smiling face, a fireplace, a cozy room, and a little nest that's nestled where the roses bloom. Just Molly and me And baby makes three We're happy in my Cooper and say bingo. Yeah, Jack. Command performance gets a lot of crazy requests. You know that, of course. Remember one night you had to mix up a bourbon and soda? Hope drank it, remembered it well. What's for tonight? A Cuba Libra, Jack? What are we going to do? Now, a letter from Private Phil Stearns, formerly of Sausalito, California. Mm-hmm. Dear Command Performance, these GI shoes we wear get heavy at times, but I've thought up a way to make them seem lighter. Please have Ann Miller do a tap dance wearing a pair of our 10-pound brogans. <laughs> Fellas, Ann Miller. Hi, fellas. <laughs> Say, Ken, you know, those plot hoppers look pretty heavy. Could somebody help me on Why, them? sure. Bing and Jack, be galant and help a little girl with the shoes. You go right over there, Ann. This is Ken Carpenter, ladies and gentlemen. I have a microphone here and will report this amazing spectacle as I see it. Mr. Benny has a monstrous GI shoe in his hands and is about to place it on Miss Miller's tiny left foot. Mr. Benny is bending down. 
Mr. Crosby bends down. <laughs> now they're preparing to lace up the Brogans. Miss Miller is wearing a beautiful ensemble this evening. Mr. Crosby is wearing, um, well, we'll skip that. <laughs> it's a beautiful day out here today, folks. We can see the purple mountains in the background. Both teams look to be in great shape. The referee's about to blow his whistle. The horses are nearing the starting gate. Are you all set? Fellas, here's Ann Miller tap dancing for the AEF and a pair of GI battle wagons. <laughs> you know what it's like in the infantry. <laughs> One of those shoes looks like my Maxwell. <laughs> hey, Bing, will you kill a little more time here? I gotta go help Annie with her shoes. So uh, long, fellas. Stay right. So long, Bing. We'll see you later. <laughs> anyway, gang, uh, one of the finest... <laughs> may I join you, boys? <laughs> and now removing Miss Ann Miller's brogans. This may go far into the night. One of the finest letters that ever pulled into old command performance asked us to sing the song One Alone. And I'd like to bounce it off for the guys who wrote that letter. My hunch is that they're somewhere north of Rome tonight, still paving the long road to Berlin. But wherever they are, they'll know that this one is for them.
my long enduring This would be a magic world to me If she were mine sort of licks the platter clean for the time being, gang. It's swell getting together with you again. The best of the best from the mob here on Command Performance. And I'm saying goodnight for each one of them. Oh, uh, just a minute. Harpo Marks wants to say goodnight for himself here. Harpo? So long from over here to over there. (laughs) 